Welcome to another episode of The Room Podcast, brought to you by NewEnglandMMA.org. Please follow, share, and enjoy the show, starting right now. Steve Domenico on this fabulous Wednesday night here with Joe Penafiel calling in to talk about his matchup happening at Cage Titans 49 on August 28th. Joe, man, a pleasure. Thank you for calling in tonight, my man. How's everything been going since the last time we had a chat? Everything's been going great. The machine's well-oiled and groomed. Um, I'm just waiting to get my hands on my opponent, August 28th, and I'm just trying to uh, just trying to make sure I check all my boxes before I head out to Massachusetts and and get my John Wick on, commit another murder. <laughs> well, the last time you were here, you uh, silenced the crowd with a, a big upset win. As far as the home. Uh, the the home fans are concerned, but when you came in, you were very confident that you were going to get your hands raised, man. Now that you have time to look back at the experience, the fight, the fans, man, uh, what you know? How how was it all as far as you, the experience and all that? I had a great experience. I uh, from the moment I got there, I had a great experience with Cage Titans from having uh, my. Uh, my buddy Dave drive us, pick us up at the airport, and take us down to uh, to our accommodations down in Plymouth, and and having Andy uh, drive us around a few times to get some uh, groceries and things like that. It was an awesome time, man. Me and my wife had a great time. The people of Plymouth, the people of Massachusetts, uh, they're hardworking people, and they're blue collar just like me. And uh, we just, you know, we just grind. And I think the community really showed out last time and they really uh, showed how much love and uh, appreciation to have for everybody and that it was a really fun time and, and the crowd really made it uh, worth my while I really enjoyed the fan uh, you know even though it was a lot of booze I enjoyed it I enjoyed it more than they think well excellent my man have uh, anyone have you gotten anyone reaching out to you or anything like that you probably had some hate threats and death threats the first couple of days but anything like that now because you have been announced to fight Richie Santiago so uh, the pot is starting to be stirred up again, and uh, but uh, we haven't heard much yet. But tonight we're kind of starting off, starting off the party, Joe. So any anyone contact yeah. you? Any anyone say they can't wait to see you again, or they can't wait to boo you again, anything like that? I really think I'm going to be the fan favorite coming up to this one. I think Richie is going to is is by is uh is trying to get a little bit of my clout, and he's chasing it a little bit. I think he saw an exciting fighter, an exciting fight that everyone thought was going to maybe not be that way. Maybe they thought it was going to be a lopsided decision going uh, uh, Patrick's way. But um, I showed up and I showed out. And he's just a – I just feel like he's the type of guy that wants to fight me just because um, uh, I went out there and did a great job and the fans really connect with me. I've had lots of people in the area tell me that uh, – they had a great experience, and it was a really good, really good show. And they really appreciate my hard work, and and they they appreciate my uh, my fighting skills and, and what I uh, what I produce in the cage. And I I promise to um, not not leave anything left unturned. 
come when it comes to training. You know, I, I train really hard, but I train really smart. So I'm going to come in feeling good. I'm going to come in feeling great. And uh, Richie has his hands full. Like I said, he's a clout chaser. He's only there because he saw someone with a good name. He's irrelevant. Um, it is what it is. We'll find out who's the better man. I just know I'm better than him, and he's gonna have to. He's just gonna have to deal with a lot of shit that night. And let's see what happens. You know what I mean? He's already ducking me. He doesn't want to talk online. You know, he's trying to be quiet. But it is what it is, man. He's gonna. He's gonna have to fight me eventually. So whatever. He'll get all of it on the on the 28th. Well, Richie's an eight and three guy. Eleven fights. Eleven pro fights. Uh, when uh, you gonna went against Pat, you know not as established, didn't have, you know, the cage time in. Have you had to adapt or anything, or is Joe the potty coming in as he always does, um, unpredictable? Uh, as uh, Tapology says, wild style. Is that the way you call your uh, fighting uh, style? Is that what they put out there? No, I always write that down. I got that from my kids. They loved that one movie a while back. I actually liked that movie, Wreck-It Ralph. And one of the little racers, I think in Wreck-It Ralph 2, like their sequel to that movie, there, she was like, my, my style is wild style. And I'm like, you know what? That's my shit now. So I'm like, whenever it says style, and I'm like, I'm not going to put wrestling or something boring. I'm like, you know what I mean? I'm like, I'm, it's going to be wild style. Because uh, I do bring an air of un unpredictability, and I think that's what these fighters fear. They, they fear the unpredictability. They fear the danger of uh, not knowing what's going to happen. Wow, on the other hand, I, I, I strive off of that. If, and my guys in the room and my coaches will tell you that. It's like, um, I'm just ready for war. And it's like, I like being in, in those positions. I like being in bad positions. So we'll see what happens. Like, I think Richie's a great fighter, all, all that. You know, he can fight good. He can punch hard. He can kick hard. He can grapple. I'm sure he thinks he's going to out-grapple me. But he's never going to stand in the middle of the cage and do shit. He's going to always going to be, he's going to be a nut hugger, dude. He's going to be hugging for my nuts. I, I, I just see the fight going one way. I just see him doing one thing, and he's going to fall. Eventually, he's going to fall. I don't know how, but it's going to be a masterpiece. That's what I predict, a masterpiece, a master class. We'll see how. Who's, I don't know how. Who's, uh, who's making the trip with you this time? Uh, anything different or the same, uh, same crew coming with you? Same crew. We uh, we might have a guest. Might have a guest. Uh, guest. Guest. Uh, how I call it, like a guest uh, celebrity come in here and and do a little coaching with me. Because it's usually just me and my wife. The problem is this event happens to be on the same event as a uh, combat night down here in Florida. Is one of the a big regional show we have here in Florida, and so they're all my friends are are pretty much fighting in Tallahassee. So my team's full, but. I'm that type of guy, brother. I'm not like these other fighters. I don't need to be babied. I don't need to be coddled. I don't need a coach. I, I do need a coach. But what, I, what I'm saying is I, I, I'll go by myself and I'm going to get the job done. Don't, I don't care who's in the corner. I, like, I just need my wife to tell me if I'm winning or losing the round. That's all I need. That's all I need from anybody. I'll, I'll figure it out. Like If I need to grapple or I need to punch or I need to kick more. But I like... It's just the way I do my job, bro. I adjust and I paint, you know, and I hope that night, like I said, I'm, I'm going to paint something beautiful for everybody. I want to go out there wild, aggressive, strong, belligerent, like a fucking crazy drunk, and I want to take him down, elbow him. I want to 
stand up with him and kick him in his head. I want to do everything, punch him. But we'll see. Like I said, it's a lot of talk, but I usually back it up. We'll see what's up on the 28th. Excellent. Well, it's going to be a huge homecoming for uh, Richie coming in there. He hasn't fought for Cage Titans since uh, 2016, where he held their uh, amateur title. Uh, Dude, man, this is a big step for you, a big fight for you, a big name for you in the New England area. I mean, Richie, uh, you know, hasn't had, you know, he's been up and down with the wins and losses, man, but... You know, the guy was on a tear. He was uh, going to be fighting for a couple of belts around the New England area. We got on the Contender Series. What's this do for you? What's this fight do for Joe the Party as far as your career uh, heading into the future? Yeah, to tell you the truth, I've had a lot of opportunity. Like, I had a big opportunity kind of, like, fall out the grass of my hands uh, reason- uh, recently with um, financially. And when that happened, I think that's just like the universe or God telling me that that He wants me to fight. So I, and I, I usually go with my gut, and um, I think beating. I don't know what he'll do. I just want whatever he has. He doesn't have much, but I want that contender's clout. You get what I mean? He wants he he wants what I have. He doesn't have any swag. He doesn't have no personality. He's boring. The most. He wears a fucking, the only thing he does is wear a Puerto Rican flag to get some some Puerto Ricans behind him, but he's fucking, dude, he's lame, dude, that kid's lame, it is what it is, I've heard from a lot of people in the area, a lot of shit talk about him that I'm not gonna bring up, but he's lame, bro, so I'm not gonna bring up anything, but I know he's lame, he's a lame, and he knows what I'm talking about, whenever he hears this, he's a lame, and I'm gonna beat the shit out of him, no matter what. No matter what, I'm gonna beat the fuck out of him. It's already like it's already written. He can do his best. I hope God not tells. You know what I mean? I hope God does good and and you know hits me really hard and you know he hits me with a clean shot. But I'm just different than these guys. I'm the type of guy that you send, like I told you, John Wick style, into a suicide mission, and I'll try to come back alive. Win or lose, I'm there to win every single time. Check my track record, every opponent, every fight. I'm never beat up, and that's just the truth. I'm never beat up. And Richie's not going to be any different. I'm going to outclass him. He's going to get outclassed. I'm going to take his little UFC contender's clout that he's living off of probably by now. Just That's the only thing he's got. And I'm going to take it from him, and he's going to have to go back down and build his way up. And it is what it is. I think he's too small. I think he's not going to stand in the middle of the cage with me. I don't think he has any power. I think he he doesn't even want to grapple with me. I think he just wants to strike with me. So it is what it is, man. I, I'm just ready to go already. I've been telling my coaches I've been ready to go last week. I'm ready to go right now. He's a C he's a C plus fighter. I'm a I'm an A minus fighter. I'm not an A plus. I'm an A minus fighter. So we'll see. Well, dude, uh, the implications of this fight, man. You get your hand raised in here. Uh, I know there's going to be huge opportunities in other places around the, the air, uh, you know, the, the country and stuff, but you win against Richie here, man, with his homecoming and, you know, two fights in a row, dude, you you got a title, uh, title fight maybe against, uh, you know, down the line, maybe a possible, uh, double champ defending that title down the line, man. Is that something that you're looking forward to is to, uh, I mean, like you said, you know, you, you're, you're thinking that you're going to be the hometown favorite, have the crowds. Is Kate Titans uh, a kind of organization that you would like to make your mock in and uh, kind of, uh, 
you know, make Joe the Potty a, a household name there? You know, I've, I've been looking for an organization like Cage Titans for a long time to kind of like take take me in and really like uh, put a light to me. I didn't have to ask for anything. Michael Poveri, I, I, I literally like he it, it's so easy. Like he has my he has everything ready for me, ready to, so I can just wake up, send him medicals and fight and just get in shape. He makes it so easy for me. So yeah, man, my, my, like Cage Titans has my uh, has my heart and has my um, has my like they have me right now, bro. They treat me so well. Um, don't you know? I have other organizations I fuck with. You know, I love Atlas fights down here in Mississippi in the South and Combat Night as well. But um, Cage Titans is where it's at, bro. It's it's they they treat fighters well. They treat me well. I can't say anything bad about the guys, bro. Even when I'm fighting local guys, they treat me well. And sometimes you don't get that. And uh, the way they, uh, I don't know, the way they do business, like I said, I'll be, I'll, I, it's so easy that I'll be able to do business. I'm, I'd love to be their double champ, triple champ, whatever it is. I'm really looking to get on the big stage and, and, and make my mark in the UFC or something really big so I, I can leave a legacy behind with my family and my kids. But... I already know I'm doing that, you know. This is just like a part of the game, and uh, like I said, I, I can't wait to go there. I I have a, a huge, immense respect for uh, Michael Poveri and everybody at Cage Titans, but at the same time, it's war when I go there. It's like it, it, it's like I'm cool with them, but I know I know the deal, and I'm at war time, dude. I'm, I'm an old school. Nick Diaz army type guy and I really grew up in that that era where like I don't want to be your friend I don't like him I don't give a shit about him I, I I just I hope he comes out healthy and I come out healthy and that's it but I'm ready for a war and I hope Richie's ready to bring it I'm there's no bullshit in me you know what I mean I'm crazy so I'm not a regular guy I always tell these guys I'm like they're locked in there with me I'm not locked in there with with them they're stuck in there with me for 15 minutes, and he'll figure it out by the time the middle of the first round ends. Well, Joe, uh, you're backing up everything you said from uh, that last fight that we watched, man. You are uh, a showman, man. Unpredictable. That's what I, I believe throws these fighters off. Uh, they come in there with a game a game plan, and you are just uh, erratic in your game. And you have fun there, which even adds to their uh, to their frustration, my man. So... We're uh, two and a half weeks or so away from this fight, bro. What's left to? I mean, there's a lot left to do. But what you know, two and a half weeks away. What what go, what is going on now? What's training camp? What 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 cylinders are we flying on right now? Right now, we're going really hard, man. Like the last couple of weeks, I've been really pushing it hard physically and cardio wise. Um, like I said, I'm coming in guns blazing, which means I'm going to come in in the best shape of my life. And, you know, I got this beautiful Florida weather to back me up. So it makes it's like 90 degrees. It's so hot out here sometimes. But I get, I, you get used to it and, and you, you build a, a tolerance and you build your cardio around it too, man. So I'm working really hard out here to make sure I'm in shape. But more than anything, I'm, I'm making sure I'm mentally ready. And that's where I'm, I'm, I'm going to beat him at. 
he's just going to get beat everywhere, bro. I'm relaxing right now. I played some basketball at the end of the day to take it easy with a couple of lo- couple non you know non non fighters, just a couple of my local buddies. I had a hard training session in the morning. Yes, uh this morning like around 10 10:30, we had a uh, four or five hard rounds of sparring, some drilling, some some ground and pound. It was just me and t- me and my boys. So yeah, I'm I'm ready to go. Like I said, I wish I could fight him today, really, because I know I know he he's fucking scared or whatever the fuck he is. I don't know what what's going on with his head, but like I said, I just don't I I, I can't wait to to get my hands on him. I really I want to prove to everybody, um, and make a statement. I know last time was like a, I made a good uh, a good showing of myself, but I really think that was only a a, a bit in pieces of what I can do. You know what I mean? I feel like uh. He better he Richie Santiago. He's he's got he's got a warrant out for his arrest. I'm gonna beat the fuck out of him. I'm the cop coming to kick his ass. I'm shutting down the party. You know what I mean? I'm coming here and I'm putting my own fiesta to it. I I, I love like I said I love Massachusetts. I love Milford and I really think that everyone's gonna be behind me. Um, I love Plymouth Kingston. I, I love Bar- I love the whole area. It was so much fun. Um, I just know, I know and I have a feeling that everyone's going to be with me. Even though he's a Cage Titans announcer, I feel like he's got a, a bad rap and everyone's going to like me. Everyone likes me already, so we'll see. Excellent, my friend. Well, uh, last thing before I let you go, give you shout-outs, uh, any sponsors and thank yous and all that other stuff, man. Uh, you know, last card, uh, your debut card, Mike had a stream uh, that was available that, you know, could benefit fighters like you from out of state that come come in that can't necessarily sell any tickets because you're flying here from Florida, but it gives the option and uh, you know uh, the availability of fans and teammates and all them people that can't make the trip to watch it. Uh, did that benefit you a little bit last time? And do you think that'll help? You know, now that'll catch on. Do you think more people will watch you perform here since it's such an important fight and you could be embedded in the Cage Titans family? Yeah, I, I think it'll help a little bit for sure. The the thing, the way that Mike's doing it, it's so awesome being able to make some money off of that. You know what I mean? To to give the fighters that type of opportunity. Like I said, Cage Titans is over the top on what they do for the fighters. They provide uh, they provide you with a lot of shit, man, and a, a lot of a lot of avenues to make money, man. And I'm sure those guys up there in, in Mass are, are making good money doing some ticket sales. So if you're out there, please come watch us. I think it's at the Plymouth Memorial Hall, if I if I do believe. Like, come watch us. Come watch some real guys get going out there, chasing their dreams. A hundred percent. When I'm out there, I'm gonna give out everything. I'm gonna everything you're gonna get out of me. Um, yeah, and everyone from Florida, they're gonna. I hope they're gonna be watching. Um, either way, like I said, I'm only here for myself, my family, and my glory and my legacy. So it's like. At the end of the day, I don't give a shit if anyone rides with me. I, I'll be by myself. Like, all I need is, you know, like, I need to just train hard, get my technique, drill. I need to get my cardio right. I need to do what I need to do. And then when I get in there, that's all I need, brother. Like, I don't even need to warm up. Like, I'm the type of guy that walks in there. I'm ready to fight. Mouthpiece, no mouthpiece, whatever. I'm ready to go. And, and and Massachusetts and Plymouth and uh, K Science is my new home, and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna make sure that everyone remembers my name 
Last time it was a good it, it was a good party, but this time it's gonna be a crazy party. <laughs> it's gonna be a party that um that no one's ever seen before, man. I'm I'm gonna go in there and really do the best best job of my life. I have a lot of things planned for Richie. Lots of little traps, lots of lots of lots of fakes, lot of ducks, lots of lot of punches, lot of kicks coming at him, and I just hope he can stand there. And I think he's gonna be the type of guy that's gonna. That, that he, he thinks he's better than me, but he's not. He's gonna fall, and it is what it is, man. I can't wait to see you guys. I can't wait to see you in person. Um, everyone at Cage Titans, thank you so much from from Andy to Michael. Um, yeah, I, I love all you guys. Uh, and um, I just want to give a big shout out to my spon- my sponsors I have down here, um, Pete Zachary and Bumpbox Orlando down at the Florida Mall. If you need a Bluetooth speaker in style, go get you. We got every different type of style you can have. Um, I want to give a big shout out to my teammate Phil Rowe. He had a nice come comeback from behind uh, win on this past weekend's card. So besides that, man. I want to give my friend Marshall a big shout out, Marshall Tern. He's a local guy here. He's opening up his store soon, and you guys need to go check that out. Um, but yeah, the party's gonna be lit. I'm coming in shape. I'm relaxed, and I, I can't wait to see everyone. So I wish everyone the best. Please buy your ticket. Drink responsibly. <laughs> Leave the kids at home if you want. Get fucked up. Bring your wife or your or your girlfriend, whoever you got. Excellent, my man. Well, I have your social media up here. I have your uh, your uh, Instagram handle and, you know, Joe, Thank the, you. Joe the Party Penafiel. Uh, I might have yeah. said it wrong, but it's sexy the way I say it anyway. So I like <laughs> With that said, Joe, I can't wait to see you again. I'll see you at, uh, you know, I'm sure there'll be a press conference again. All that good stuff leading up to the fights, man. Richie is coming on in about two minutes, so if you want to Tune in and, uh, you know, talk on the feed, whatever. Hassle them a little bit. Uh, man, pleasure talking to you, Joe, and thank you so much for your time tonight, man. All right, brother. Good seeing you, and I can't wait to, like I said, I can't wait to see everybody up there when I'm when I'm up there soon at the end of the month. All right, my man. We're about 17 days away, bro. Well, not 17. I'm, I'm out of it. Uh, yeah, seven. What? 17. Yeah, I'm right on the money, my man. So with that said, brother, you have a great night. And, uh, you know, train your ass off. And we'll see you on the 28th, bro. All right, I'll be watching. Tell Richie to shut his mouth. <laughs> All right, bye. Later. <laughs> All right, man. Oh, that was awesome. Uh, Joe is a fucking awesome, awesome, awesome dude, man. Um, I would hate to fight him because he would kind of make me cry. I am not mentally stable to take his uh, jabs of uh, of uh, mental, mental, mental uh, fucking, I don't even know, uh, whatever you say. So with that said, uh, Richie, Richie, it's time. It's standing by. Richie's coming on. He's ready. All right, calling you now, Richie. You got to be over there. The party. All right, calling Richie right now. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. I just lost you. What'd I do here? What'd you do? Ah, I, I hit the wrong button. I'm all set. We're good. Richie Santiago, my man. Uh, so you, you, had to, you, had to be, yeah, you had to be watching Joe, of course. Um, man, I, I like Joe. I, I like Joe. I mean, I can't deny that. I mean, uh, 
He's just good. He's good. He's good TV, Richie. I mean, you know, on my side, I have to like the guy, man. But as far as you, Richie, do you like him? <laughs> well, I mean, talking real reckless. I mean, this guy needs to relax. Saying he's going to be the favorite over here. Is he crazy? Yeah, yeah. Like, uh, I, you know, when I had him on the last show, uh, the post show of his fight, he was saying that, you know, he was going to take your people. He was going to be the, he, he was going, you know, I like, I think he's like coming, going to wear the same, have the same flag coming in, maybe mimic you. Like, what's going on? Do you think this is a, uh, is a, uh, is um, you know, mental warfare coming out of Joe? I guess you know he's trying to get under my skin, but believe me, it ain't gonna happen. <laughs> Well, Rich, my man, uh, you called his last fight, I do believe. I mean, uh, I did. Uh, what would what, you see out of it? I mean, you had to call it. You had to stay neutral and all that other stuff in there. But, um, you know, what yeah. would you see out of Joe that immediately out of the cage you wanted to fight him? Well, he's boring. Um, he basically just, you know, he fought one of my friends, Pat Gilbride, and didn't really fight him at all. He basically took him down and just kind of cuddled with him on the ground. Didn't really have much offense. You know, he basically just sat on Pat's hips and held him down, which is not really fighting. It's more like aggressive cuddling. But, hey, you know, that's his bag. That's cool. You know, I know how to wrestle. I know how to defend takedowns. Is uh, is it a fun fight for you? Do you think it's a, a challenging fight for you? Or is this, a, a, you know, a fight that, you think you might have your way with him just the way you spoke about takedowns and stuff like that? Yeah, I mean, I think this is a good rebound fight for me, honestly. Because um, obviously I lost that fight and um, I lost the fight in Florida. You know, I screwed up there. So I need a good rebound, you know, get back in the win column. And uh, a guy like this is perfect. You know what I'm saying? He's not, he doesn't really threaten. He's got no punching power. He doesn't really know jujitsu because all he does is sit on guys. So, I mean, he doesn't really have too many threats. He's game. He's going to show up. So, he's all I need. He, all I need is an opponent right now. Well, my man, you talked about him sitting on you. Uh, you've been getting a lot of work with your hands for a long time. I mean, you didn't get to use them at your last fight. I think you were surprised in that fight. Uh, we'll go back to that. But as far as your hands, man, you've been getting – amazing boxing work at 401 Boxing in Cranston. You know, with Dan Cormier, you got uh, Fabio there, you got uh, Dennis Dennis Piver there. Uh, huge fighters, boxers in the New England and out of the New England area uh, all over Joe's gym, man. How much, uh, you know, has that helped your game as far as, you know, the stand-up and, and, and the confidence in there with your hands? Yeah, it's been huge. Um, ever since, I've been working with Jose for almost two years now. And I mean, it's just, it's brought my game up, you know, huge. Like I, I've been training for a long, long time, but I've never had, never really had like a boxing coach that I can just show up and okay, we're just working on boxing. You know what I'm saying? I've always, the boxing I've always learned has always been, okay, this is what we need to do, you know, to set up this low kicker, to set up this takedown with Jose. He just, you know, he works with me as if I'm a boxer, which is what I really want. You know, I want to learn the fundamentals. I want to learn the mechanics. And, you know, I've been working with him for almost two years now, and I've seen a huge, huge improvement personally. You know, I just I, – I feel like my hands have gotten so much better. So um, hopefully I'll be able to use them this time. 
Well, you know, looking at Joe, I mean, as far as, you know, he uses like a, a kind of a lunging attack with different, you know, tactics there. Uh, what, what do you see as far as that? Is that something that you, you see coming that, you know, all this, all these, this footwork and boxing, is that something that he, you think you're going to be frustrating him instead of the other way around? Because that seemed to be the way that, you know, he frustrated, uh, had a little bit, you know what I mean? He came in with lunging blows and then he went for the takedown to take him down and stuff like that. Uh, do you think that that boxing that you have will will make him more of a distance fighter and not lunge in uh, like he did at that last fight? Yeah, I mean, it's going to... Fighting me and fighting Pat is going to... You know, Pat's a great fighter, but me and him are two completely different guys. It's a completely different match, you know what I mean? So if he tries to, you know those looping left hooks and looping right hooks and try to shoot a double leg i mean it's not it's not gonna go well for him you know what i mean he's not gonna be able to strike with me he's gonna he's gonna be shooting the whole time he might take me down that's fine i can get up you know what i'm saying if i get on if he said he said i don't want to grapple with him which is ridiculous you know what i'm saying if he tries to take me down and i end up on top of him he's screwed like i don't know if you realize he's a lot smaller um, like I, I, I've fought at 25 before, but I'm huge at 25, you know what I'm saying? So I'm a good size 35 er he's kind of a fat flyweight, you know what I'm saying? He's not, he's not a 35 er at all. So I don't think he realizes, you know what I mean? Well, well, my friend, uh, let's backtrack to that last fight and, uh, some adjustments you made heading into this fight. You had a huge fight. In between not getting any work, you and I were all over social media together, you know, uh, you know, in Messenger, you know, talking about fights. You were, you know, Mike Paul there trying to get you fights. You couldn't get a fight anywhere. And then you get, what, was it Fury? Uh, what, where, where did you head? Uh, Titan FC. Titan FC. Uh, dude, what happened in that fight? We talked about it, like, um, as far as we, we imagined he was going to come in striking and he ended up catching you right off the bat, man. So, you know, what happened in that fight and what adjustments are you making so that never happens to you again? Yeah, you know, I, I made the mistake there. Um, like I said, like when we talked about it beforehand, you know, I just came in presuming he was he was a striker. He was just going to strike with me. So my whole game plan in there was to box with him. You know what I'm saying? I knew he was going to throw flashy kicks. He was going to throw flying knees. I knew he was going to go crazy, so I, my plan was to just sit and stay in his face and box him up. Now, what I didn't plan on was, you know, he was a black belt in jiu-jitsu, and when we ended up in the clinch, he just he grabbed my neck, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's what I didn't expect. I didn't expect him to try to take me down and go for a submission. So, you know, you live and you learn, you know, it's just, it is what it is. The kid was good, you know, there's nothing I can say. He beat me, so... Um, yeah, you know, adjustments, it's just, now it's just like, okay, you gotta remember this is fighting. Anything can happen. You know what I'm saying? So it's, I gotta get back to, you know, I don't want to just sit there and be like, okay, I'm going to box him. I'm just going to work my jab on him. I gotta, I gotta be ready for everything. Cause who knows, Joe might come out and switch up his game completely. You know what I'm saying? Guys do that. So I'm ready for anything. You know, I got to go into this fight ready for anything, ready for him to jump jump guard or, you know, do something crazy. You know, he threw a flying kick at uh, Pat to start that fight. Yeah. So, 
you know, he's probably going to do something crazy like that. So we'll see. <laughs> I see Lilith in the back. Lilith, you don't have to crawl by the camera. You can say hi. <laughs> that was awesome. So, Richie, man, uh, big, big homecoming for you, bro. Big, huge homecoming. Uh, I think 2016 was your last fight. I think uh, it was the title fight. Yep. The dude that you fought, Russell, he's fighting on the same card, and he's still an uh, amateur, man. You're, you're 11 pro fights in. That was your last amateur fight, I do believe. Yep. You captured the belt, and, uh, man, what a fucking turnaround. Russell, uh, he's he's fighting, I think, for the belt or an amateur belt. Yeah, dude. He, he took, like, a long layoff uh, um, after we fought, though. Like, he was out for, like, yeah. two, three years, yeah. I think. He was having children. Yeah, he was getting his family all together, having children and stuff like that. So we we talked about it. And he's an awesome guy, Nate. Uh, he's coming in there. He's going to be back, dude. Man, you're on the other side of the coin this time. I mean, you're, you're usually the co you're the commentary for them. You're, you're, on the, you're on the side. You're on the other side now. That would have been a great fight to hear you commentate, uh, Nate, coming back. You know what I mean? Yeah, I like Joe Poirier. That kid's a beast. Yeah, they, that's going to be a great fight. I mean... Uh, Russell is very proven, man. He's, you know, just won in uh, another state. Holds a couple yeah. of amateur belts somewhere around the region here, man. So, and he's a good dude. You know what I mean? Uh, he doesn't have anything bad to say. Uh, he's yeah. a good, good dude coming in. And, and he's coming in back after five years. And you in the cage after five years, man. What's it like to uh, be on the other side and making your homecoming, man? It's great. I mean, so I, like you said, it's been five years. When I uh, defended my belt against Nate, um, and then I went pro, and um, I I started commentating the same year, like the end of 2016. So it's been five years that I've been commentating. So this is, I mean, this is the first time I've been able to step in the cage Titans cage for real in five years. So it's pretty crazy. Like I never, you know, I, I I've been with CES for so long, and they were so good with for me. So. Um, I don't know. It just never kind of, it was never really in the cards and I was just kind of enjoying, you know, being part of the process at cage Titans and, um, you know, whether it's, you know, matchmaking, you know, setting up the cage, um, you know, commentating, doing the podcast with, uh, with the guys, you know, so uh, it, it was a lot of, it's always a lot of fun being involved behind the scenes and I still am, um, to a degree. Um, but obviously I got to stick, take a step back. Um, you know, I wanted to fight, uh, and cage Titans again, you know, I, I kind of got the itch to be like, you know what? I want to fight at Plymouth again. I miss, I kind of miss this. Um, and you know, Joe Penafiel, Penafiel, whatever, it, whatever it is, you know, he fought, um, he fought Gilbride and I kind of looked at him as, you know, a potential future opponent. Um, uh, but then when he won, it would kind of sweeten the deal, you know, granted, I didn't want my teammate to lose obviously, but when he won, it kind of like, okay, now it looks better if I go fight this kid rather than, you know, if I fought him and he was five and four rather than being six and three, now it looks better. Yeah. So it's like, all right, well, now this kid, you know, now I, I know he's good. I know he's a game opponent. So uh, this it, it worked out perfectly. Dude, this is a, a huge, huge, huge opportunity for both of you. Um, what does this do for you? I mean, you you came off that, that loss, uh, but Richie, what I said to Joe was, I mean, you were in contention. You were supposed to fight for the CES flyweight title uh, yeah. until every shit went through the fan. You were 
uh, scheduled or rumored to fight Carlos Candelario in the past. Like, just top, top fighters. Uh, we need to get wins under your belt. We need to get that back, man. What is this this fight against Joe? Your hand comes raised in this fight, man. What does that do for you? What does that stop for you? A lot of eyes are going to be on on your. Uh, what does that do for uh, for your career heading forward? You think? Yeah, it's just it's it's another step forward. It's another step, you know. Um, it's another fight. So here I'm, I'm eight and three now. You know, I got a decent record. So I'm I'm 28. I'm not getting any younger. So it's. I just got to keep fighting, keep winning, you know, finishing these guys and, you know, I'll get right back in, you know, that's the plan. Hopefully I can get off this fight, you know, hopefully if, you know, they want to put me back on contender series, I'd be down for that. If they want to give me a short notice fight, I'd be down for that. So, you know, like I said, it's just another step forward. I got to keep moving, keep pushing, you know, I'm going to get there. It's just a matter of when you never know when, you know, so it's, I just got to keep trying and keep fighting you winning dude 28's not old my man fucking uh, <laughs> you 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 got you know for contender series he says he only takes the guys 18 to 30 uh yeah well you know two years is a long time man there's a lot of wins you can get under i mean you got a lot of time to fucking uh beat people up and uh get to that bigger stage i know you want to get on it sooner than later it's going to happen for you my man it's definitely going to happen dude you've been staying busy outside of uh you know the cage and getting your own work You've been helping. We talked about 401 Boxing. You got the chance to uh, corner another star uh, MMA fighter in the community. Dan Cormier had his, his debut professional dot boxing match uh, last week. Came yeah. away with, uh, uh, I do believe, was it was it a majority, unanimous decision? Something went on with that. the scores. Dude, what, what was it like to be able to corner him and see one of, uh, you know, one of these big uh, MMA pioneers in New England make the crossover and look outstanding doing it. Yeah, it was awesome. You know, I, I went to, the fight was in New Hampshire. So we went up to New Hampshire and um, I wasn't supposed to be in the corner, um, but our other coach couldn't make it. So it, it ended up being Jose by himself. So I got there. As soon as I got there, they were like, hey, do you want to just corner? And, you know, because I, I train with Dan at 401 every day. You know, I'm, I'm with Jose all the time. So I'm like, I'm in, you know, <laughs> I bought a ticket. I don't care. Like I'd rather be in the corner. It's a better seat. So I was like, yeah, awesome. So, I mean, the fight was awesome. It was a good fight. He fought a really tough kid. Yeah. You know, he was young. He was a young up and comer, but uh, I don't think they expected Dan to be that game. I don't think they, they were expecting an easy win. You know what I mean? And that's not what Dan is. And we kind of knew that because in the first two rounds, the kid came out tough and like he was going to finish Dan early. And then Dan started to push him and push him and push him. And by the third and fourth round, that kid was breaking. Yeah, dro dropping his uh, his mouthpiece out, man. That shows that you're uh, you're tired and you're getting hit. I mean, Dan looked really, really great in that fight. Yeah. You know, and, um, as you said... Yo, I, go ahead. Yeah, I was, we were being... Us, we were coming in as the B sides. So we were yeah. there, to, you know, quote unquote, lose. So I didn't. I was kind of nervous about the decision. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I thought the first. It was a majority. So the first judge had it a draw. Yeah. I said, oh, they're about to give us a draw. They're about to rob us. They're not going to let this kid lose. And then they ended up 
it ended up going yeah. our way. So I was like, oh, thank God. Yeah, and you know, like you said, them last two that the them two rounds that Dan just really stuck it stuck it to him. I mean, I think oh, yeah. maybe the second round might have been the questionable one. I mean. But Dan definitely won that fight in my eyes, his forward pressure and the power shots and stuff like that. And like you said, the young kid that he fought, really good prospect. The kid is, you know, a natural boxer. That's what he's been doing his whole life, man. And, uh, you know, I think he had some Golden Glove titles and stuff like that as an amateur. So kudos to Dan, kudos to the 401 boxing team, man, doing it on both sides of uh, the ring and the cage. I mean, we know Fabio's doing great things out there. What's that? I keep telling Jose, 401 MMA, we're taking over. <laughs> he should put a cage in there. I mean, expand, knock down a wall, do something, man. It's Cranston. Yeah. He can expand there, man. So, Richie, uh, a couple more questions, bro, before I let you uh, get out of here, man. What do we expect to see out of you, uh, you know, after five years not being in that cage? There's going to be emotions running. There's going to be cr- the crowd rumbling for you, man. What do we expect to see? I mean, uh, not only uh, uh, emotionally, but physically performing in that cage. Yeah, you can expect me. I'm coming out. I'm hungry. I'm coming off a loss. I can't lose again. I'm coming to beat this guy up. You know what I'm saying? My track record shows I finish these guys quick. I'm not going to say I'm going to finish him early. You know, he's game. He could last all three rounds. Who knows? But I'm going to just, I'm going to be attacking him from bell to bell. You know what I'm saying? Even if he takes me down, I'm going to be throwing elbows at him. I'm going to be scrambling with him. And we're on our we're on our feet. I'm gonna go after him. You know, what I'm saying I'm gonna stay in his face and I'm gonna beat him up. And uh, yeah, it's gonna be a good night. Excellent, my man. Well, you have some uh, MMA training partners. One, at least I know, on that card. We have Dion Rubio, who's making his professional debut. Man, uh, how's that been going? Like the MMA side, heading to Triforce, getting the work in there, getting the MMA rounds, man. How's the camaraderie and how's everything there that now you're getting back on track. How's, how's the team doing and feeling about this fight coming up? Yeah, it's awesome. Um, yeah, I just got out today. I went up there and trained and um, got some rounds in. I started doing, um, I've been uh, working with uh, William, William Supentoff, doing uh, Muay Thai pads. And, oh, my God, that guy puts me to work. Um, but, yeah, uh, as far as uh, Dion's fight, you know, we just found out about it a few days ago, you know, so it's a little short notice, but uh, it's a good matchup. Um, otherwise, we wouldn't have taken it. Um, you know, Dion's a guy who he's 5-1, and 6-1. and one. It's kind of, you know, it's time, you know. It's, yeah. he, he, doesn't need, he doesn't need an amateur title to prove that he's ready to go pro. I mean, the kid's ready, so it's – you know, the, when the, when Mike came to us with that matchup, I think it was a no-brainer. So, you know, Pete Jeffrey said yes, and, you know, I'm happy to have a teammate on the card. You know, I have my guys at uh, Lausanne's tour on the card as well, um, and Kylie's on the card as well. So, um, so yeah, so, but um, as far as straight Triforce, you know, it's just me and Dion, so that's pretty awesome. Excellent, my man. Well, a lot of representation, a lot of crowd respect, a lot of uh, emotions are going to be running in that night, man. Uh, dude, last thing. Uh, any predictions about this fight? I mean, you don't have to, you know, any any predictions here? Uh, you know, Joe made a prediction. He's going to beat the shit out of you, as he said. But you got any predictions here? I mean, as far as what you see this fight going? Hey, I'm glad he's confident because I want, I want the best Joe to show up because I'm going to beat him everywhere. You know what I'm saying? He thinks... I don't, he doesn't realize, he needs to understand, 
I can fight anybody. I'm the hometown guy. I'm the guy. I can fight anybody. I chose him. You know what I'm saying? He's only coming up here because of me. So he needs to thank me for giving him an opportunity. You know what I'm saying? I'm a much bigger name than he is. He's the opponent. Okay? So there you go. Well, I can't wait to be in that event in the Plymouth Memorial Hall when the crowd starts blowing the roof off the place when Richie gets announced for his uh his uh fight back, man. So uh Richie, last thing, shout outs, uh any sponsors, thank yous, and then uh I'll let you get the hell out of here, man, because we got about two and a half weeks left before this showdown. Yeah, you know, as always, you know, follow me on Instagram, it's Ricardo Miguel Ten Ten. Follow me on Facebook, Richard Santiago. Um yeah, man, just be there. Plymouth Memorial Hall. It's going to be a great night. Buy your tickets. I have tickets. I'll get more tickets if I need to. I already sold a good amount. Um, you know, as far as shout-outs, you know, my main team is Air Force May, Jeffrey, my head coach, um, 401 Boxing, my boxing coach, Jose Santos, Lozano MMA, my secondary team. And, yeah, you know, be there. My Number one sponsor, Jeff Gates, as always. That's my guy. He always takes care of me. And uh, a big shout-out to my girlfriend. I don't know if you can see her. She's back there. There she is. <laughs> well, actually, he's taking care of my tickets. So if you want to buy tickets from me, you can Venmo her, not me. Awesome, man. Couldn't have a couldn't have a prettier co-manager for you, Richie, man. She's fucking awesome. Go. <laughs> All right, Richie, man. Thank you so much for coming on, brother. Pleasure talking to you. I'm going to get a word with Dion, uh, you know, hopefully next week or something, talk about it. You, you might see me uh, come sneak in Triforce as stealth, yeah. stealth-like, yeah. just to, you know, watch you from the side and shit like that. But, uh, dude, I know how important this fight is, and uh, I won't bother you. But, Richie, again, thank you so much for coming on. Can't wait to see you on the 28th in that cage, man, and, and listen to the crowd, uh, you know, welcome you back, bro. All right. Thank you as always. And I'll see you in Plymouth. All right, my man, you have a good night. You have a good one. Awesome. Uh, how do I shut this off? Uh, which one is it? No, that ain't it. That ain't it. That ain't it. Uh, oh, guest caption. All right, there it is. So with that said, uh, man, that was awesome, man. Um, I didn't get kicked off Facebook for anything, so uh, I'm very happy about that. So with that said, next week, I'm not sure who I'll have on. It might be uh, someone from the Neff card, a couple of fighters from there. We are going to Neff next Saturday night, Milford, New Hampshire. The team, NewEnglandMMA.org, will be there. Lars, Travis, and myself will be covering Neff 44, Back in Black. Huge, huge fights on that card. We can't wait. Neff has always put on a great show, have always been really, really good to uh, me in all the uh, pages, all the media uh, you know, sites that I've worked for in the past five years. So I appreciate them for uh, allowing us to cover the show. And uh, we will be at... Where else? Cage Titans, uh, Lion Fight. I will be at Lion Fight the Friday before Cage Titans. So, so much shit coming out. Expect a lot of articles from Lars and Travis. Expect a lot of interviews from me, a podcast here and there. Um, you're gonna, if you ain't sick of me now, you're going to be sick of me 
this month because uh, I ain't stopping and I'm just going to shit this shit out. So last thing, buy a shirt. We have podcast shirts out now on the site, newenglandmma.org. It has our website on the back. We have two styles. We have the pocket style, which I like. And then we have the big logo in the middle that some fighters like when they like to represent me. Uh, Buy a shirt because everything you buy goes right back into the podcast, into the site, into everything that we're trying to do for New England fighters and beyond. So with that said, thank you so much. I'm really pissed because I didn't use any of my special effects today. I will remember next time. So with that said, the Room Podcast, we fucking out of here.